Hello, good morning again, uh, and welcome to Daily Devotions. My name is Dean, and really is a privilege for me real to share this morning's Daily Devotions with you. Uh, we continue our series uh, in the uh, uh, topic or the theme of the names of God as found in Scripture, uh, and how we go about experiencing God based on those names, some of the stories behind where these names came from, uh, and some of the ideas and the people uh, around uh, the creation of these names or these ideas. This morning, we find ourselves in Ezekiel 48. If you've got your Bible with you, or if you've got uh, your uh, Bible app with you, uh, Bible Gateway, whatever you prefer this morning, uh, Ezekiel 48 is the last chapter in Ezekiel. So if you find Ezekiel, go all the way to the end, literally the last uh, paragraph, uh, and we'll get going from there. Uh, this morning, Ezekiel 48, and we're talking about uh, the names of God. Uh, and this morning, I'm going to copy and paste uh, this morning's one for us in the comments section, if you want to give me three seconds. Uh, and it is Jehovah Shema, the word Shema. Uh, and uh, directly translated uh, is uh, Jehovah is there or God is there. Um, I'd like to try and draw two distinctions from this idea. Uh, the first one, you know, we read in uh, Exodus 3 about Moses who's out walking uh, his sheep for his father-in-law, um, and uh, upon walking, you know, probably the usual route, he gets to a place and sees uh, that a bush is on fire. He goes to the bush and sees that God, you know, God's presence is there, and God says, this is holy ground, take off your shoes. Um, and there is this awareness of God's presence, and Moses responds to God's presence in that place by taking his shoes off. There's another moment where Jacob, there's this ladder moment where there is a, um, uh, Jacob has a dream um, and upon waking up goes, God is in this place and calls that place Bethel. Um, God is in this place. I wasn't aware that God was here, but God showed up or surprised me or I became aware of God's presence. And here we can almost use this idea of God is here. I become aware that God is here in this place. Uh, one of the reasons uh, I really, really love teaching, and uh, I wonder if I could ask you this question as you are listening this morning or watching this morning. What's quite amazing is each of us in our lives and in our memories can think about two teachers. The one teacher that drastically influenced or changed our lives in the positive if you think back, you can think back to that one teacher that had a positive influence over your life and almost changed things for you. The way they interacted with you, the way that they interacted with the classroom. There was a teacher that you can think back on and go, that teacher. And that teacher, those ideas of that teacher was one of the reasons that I genuinely loved teaching. I almost strive to be that teacher that made a positive influence or a positive uh, impact on the young people's lives. And then the other teacher is the one that you can probably think of that was the strictest teacher you can even imagine. The strictest teacher where people would not even take a chance because they just knew one step out of line and you are in big trouble. Uh, you can think of both of these teachers even now as you think about it. And some of you are even giggling 
as you think about either of these two teachers. Now, the when you begin to think about these teachers or when you were in that situation at school as you were getting ready to go to those teachers' classrooms, you knew that those teachers were there. You knew that those teachers were in those classrooms as you were getting ready to go there. Now, based on the personality, based on the teacher themselves, based on the things or the atmosphere that you knew you were walking into, you would agree with me that that changed the way that you walked to that classroom. It changed the way that you interacted with your friends as you walked to that classroom. It even changed how fast or how slow you would walk to get to that classroom. Because you knew that that teacher is there. We read in Ezekiel, uh, right in the beginning, you kind of see that there's this idea of the division of land amongst the tribes. In verse 7, we see that Judah will get one portion and the borders will be uh, Uh, split and separated among certain territories and the border of the territories. Uh, But if you go all the way down to verse 30, you'll see that there's this idea of the gates of the new city. Ezekiel 48 verse 30 begins to talk about the exit to the city and beginning on the north side. Uh, talks about the length and the size. Uh, And then we see right at the bottom at verse 35, the distance all around will be 18,000 cubits. And yeah, this is where we get this idea. And the name of the city from that time on will be, the Lord is there. The Lord is there. If you think back to the teacher story or the analogy that I've created for us here, the way we walk to that classroom is impacted by by the fact that we know who's there. We know who is there, so it changes some of the things about how we go about getting there. How quickly, how energetically, whether we're excited or nervous, we know we're going to that particular place. So if I may uh, be a little bit, take a little bit of a risk for us this morning. How do we go about going to church? What kind of energy, what kind of passion, what kind of speed, what kind of Uh, conversations do we have as we get going to go to church because we know that God is there. That we walk with expectation, we walk with this idea that we know God is there and I'm going to meet God in that place. Because yes, I think you would agree with me, God is everywhere. But sometimes... God is there, and we know that God is in that place. And that changes the way that we live. It changes our expectations. It changes the way we go about going to a place because we know that our Father is there. And so we go with sets of expectations in our hearts and in our minds, knowing that we will meet God there. Now, yes, we can take this a little bit further. 
And we can change this a little bit uh, for when we meet with friends, when we meet with families, when we go to other places, uh, when we go to uh, even Christian conferences or when we go to Christian gatherings. We know that God is there in that place. And that means we go with this different set of expectations as we go to that place. So maybe for you today, there is a certain meetings that you need to go to or friends that you need to meet with uh, or um, even going to church or going to uh, work or meetings. This morning, maybe we could walk around with a different kind of expectation. Would God be in that place that we are going to? And could our minds and our hearts be altered in a small way that says, I know God is there and I'm going to go meet God in that place. That we walk with a little bit of urgency, we walk with a bit of speed, we walk with a little bit more of a, a, a joy or a little leap in our step because we know that God is in that place and we're going to go meet God in that place. Wherever you find yourself this morning, um, as we close off in a word of prayer, I know that God is with you wherever you are and God goes with you wherever you go. But I pray that for each of us uh, who are watching and listening this morning live or later than live, uh, that we would have an encounter with God during this time, that we would have an encounter this morning uh, with God, that we would know uh, God's presence with us. Would you pray with me? Father, we thank you that you are with each one of us wherever we go. We thank you that you never leave us and that you never forsake us. We thank you that by your Spirit, uh, you are close, close, close to us, even right now. And I pray uh, for each person watching or listening uh, that you would have an encounter with each of us uh, this morning. We pray all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen.